Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hello. Welcome to All Point Radio. How to get this thing started. Tonight is the mm, 93rd episode of One Point Radio. 
and we have a table talk with all the hosts of One Point Radio. And tonight's topic, we got to go in. There's a problem going on out here in this daggone city and especially around the world. How far is too far? Child abuse or discipline? Let's talk about this, Nate. Let's think about it for one second. When is discipline and when is the child abuse? Just how far is too daggone far? Matter of fact, Mr. Ampliva said that. You on point? Yeah, I'm on point. Mm-hmm. All right, you know. Uh, peace and power out there, everybody that's listening. I'm going to tell you this. This is a topic that has been plaguing our community and our city for years. And we're going to touch on a lot of different things tonight. It's going to hurt some feelings. It's going to uplift some people. But the main concern is we're trying to reach the children. Now, people... I don't know if you understand, but we love to put you part of the situation. The main thing and all you need to do for tonight is dial this number, 724-444-7444. The PIN number is 143-361-POUND. Now, to enter the show, you must push one pound. But to talk... And if you really would like to talk, you push star eight. How far is too far, man? Now, let's think about that for a moment. You know the children out here now are a little bit, mm, you don't want to give them a label. You don't want to call them strange. You you don't want to call a child crazy. And for my upbringing, um, my aunt, down Merlin, she used to always say, no, a kid is not bad. A kid really is just, what did she used to say? I can't even think of it right now, but it was a special. Mischievous. That's it. You got to be kidding me right now. How did you take the word out of my aunt's mouth? I love it. And. It's a shame that we label our children as crazy, deranged, insane. But when we was brought up, we forgot how crazy, deranged, <laughs> insane we was. I even forgot because I was crazy, deranged. <laughs> but I'm just saying, why don't we just call them different? Because every year, there is something different. But when you start treating your child different by doing different things to your child. Now, you know, I was brought up on, you know, the switches. I even was brought up on the electric extension cords. But I'd be darned if I was brought up on an iron to the head, a bat to the face. Uh, how do you say it? Uh, a brick 
to the eye. And some people go too far. Now, just imagine that. What would you do if you did that to your child or if you have done that to your child because you feel as though you want to make a statement? The statement has been made, especially if the iron is hot. That's a hell of a statement. That's deep. How much anger did you have in you to go that far? What did the child do to make you that mad? Or was it a demon? Because you know we are infatuated and and symbolically stalked by evil and demonic spirits. But to have the goodness in your heart and to live righteously and live a good life, you got to learn to forgive, which is very, very hard to do. At times, it's, look, I understand, people. It's hard to forgive somebody who do you dirt wrong. Not just wrong, but dirt wrong. And you know they're doing it back to back to back to back to back. I understand. But you still got to do it. Mr. I believe you said that. I mean, you got to talk to these people because I don't think they're ready yet. Well, see, <clears throat> first and foremost, uh, it's a different time. It's a different era. Like you said, we just brought up a little different. See, then the, the government wanted to say, well, you can't beat your kids. You can't, you know, this is not discipline. This is abuse. See, the things that used to take place don't take place anymore. You know, children, children first of all, children, the Bible says, if you spare the rod, you spoil the child. See, without discipline, they don't have structure. Okay? And then when you don't have structure and you're allowed to do and say and run amok, as they say, that's why you have the, the, the anarchy and the chaos that you have now. Children don't have respect for themselves, so they don't know how to show respect. That's why they walk around with their pants hanging down and things of that nature. But, see, to chastise your child is one thing. To get those beatings from my era, the worst beating that we saw was on good times with Penny. When Penny mom used to hit her with the ironing cord, the iron, and things like that. Now, it was a few in your neighborhood that may have gotten that. You know, some of us that are old enough know you got beat with a hot wheel track, extension cord. You had to go get your own switch and things like that. Now, by the letter of the law, that was considered, that would be considered abuse. We survived it. But what about the children out there that are being so-called disciplined and they walk away with broken arms, broken bones, severe bruising? You have people out here that are doing that to babies. 
you know how many infant deaths there are because of abuse? They want to shake a baby. It was one case, it was years ago, that when they found, they, the little girl was supposed, they didn't find her. When they did find her, she had the imprint and a bruising of someone's ring from them punching on her. This girl, little girl was only like two or three years old. See, that's abusive. Right? Your child sash you and you, you know, you pop them across the lips. That's discipline. Your child lies to you and you spank their behind. That's discipline. When you start breaking bones and deep bruising, see, that's abuse. We can't do that. You know, you got people out here that their child may do something, but they may have had a bad day or other factors play a point. And then they turn around and they take it out on the child. That's abusive. Now, see, there's also mental abuse on the child. You can keep telling your child, you stupid, you ain't going to be nothing, or you just like your father, or you just like your mother. That's abusive, too. Because then the child starts to think that and believe that, and they fall into that group. There's many there's many ways that you can abuse. There's many ways that you can discipline. But what is really correct though? Now I'm gonna tell you a personal a personal point. I had a bad day at work one day. I came home from work and my son was just running amok. He did some things he know he shouldn't have done in school. Didn't know I knew about it, and he lied about it. And then I noticed just some of the things that he's supposed to do around the house he didn't do. I had to take time to sit back and think, but I told him, right now is not a good time, even though you cut up today, but I had a bad day today. What you did warrants a spanking. But if I spank you right now with the way that I feel about something that's beyond your control, that's not fair. So this time your punishment is going to be you're going to eat, you're going to go to bed early, and that's going to be the end of that. We got to think, people. We didn't like it. I mean, we dealt with it. But we didn't like the level of beatings that we got. So how dare we pass it on to our child? I'm not saying that that's bad parenting or or, or our parents were bad, you know, and you want more for your child. You don't want to do that. But there's levels. And please, stop letting people that don't have children, that only went to school, and they got a piece of paper saying that they qualify, until until you know and been through hard times and have children, whereas though you may not eat because things are that tight, but you let your children eat, 
Don't ever tell me how to raise my children. People, um, I don't know if you understand how deep this this topic might even go. We don't even have a clue of what might become of this topic or who might get on it. Who might actually be feeling the episodes of life currently right this second of child abuse? Might be a child that might get on this daggone phone tonight. Who knows? Somebody might get hurt just having a conversation with us, the world, and letting them know that they're going through the bull crap currently inside of their daggone home. Hey, somebody might get delivered too at the same time. But if you like to talk, if you like to say something, if you like to speak about something in the past, the present, or maybe your daggone future, by all means, you better push that daggone number, 724-444-7444. But the pin number is 143-361-POUND. Of course, you got to push one pound and start eight to talk. And before we go there, man, I thought about something. How about this? So it happens to you. Now, I know 
music ain't coming out correct like I wanted to, too. But, my God, if it ever happened to you, what would you do? Look like we got a caller, though. Yo, welcome to On Point Radio. Table that. Who are we speaking to? What's up? What's up, Chill? What's up, uh, Self? This is Sha. Yeah, you doing? I can't believe he said that on the phone too, there, dog. How you living, man? What's going on, man? I'm I'm, I'm doing okay, man. I I don't know <laughs> nothing about that, man. But you know what? The whole thing about it is, we should all have love for our kids and have discipline. We don't have to. We don't have to to hurt them or beat them or nothing like that because we was once a kid, and we know how they feel like this. Because I I tell you like this, I remember getting a a spanking two or three times in my life. That was one time. And I I remember my my mom and dad told me, uh, it's going to hurt me more than it hurts you. And I didn't understand that because I did something bad. I deserved it. But I tell you one thing. It taught me a lesson, not to throw no rocks, don't start no trouble, and don't bring nothing to the door because your behind going to get you. Let me, let me curse out there if I was younger. Let me see what happens when I get home. Let me tell you something. But uh, I had good parents, man. They took me around the world, and, you know, I'm, I, I was blessed, man. But I know about tough love, and that's what we need today, tough love. You know, that's how we gotta do it. Just just love them, you know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. They said it's like one to five. Like it's it's so many people right now being abused, and what they say one in five college women will be sexually assaulted this year unless something changes. Are the kids being sexually assaulted? Are they being abused? Are they being mentally transformed into something of obesity also? Are they just being taught to bring up their children by smacking them in the head and then all of a sudden they got brain damage? I mean, come on, people. What the hell's going on out here in this world? Are you one of those? You know what? I got to fall back. Because there's a lot of stuff out here that's going to start to become uncovered. And you know what? Sometimes it's uncovered by the people in higher places. Because you know money talks. Hey, I know my kids is nuts. I know my kid is this. I know my kid is that. I pay you to leave me the hell alone and my family alone. And then they get away with murder. And then what happens to that kid? He grows up or she grows up to be either a mass murderer because nobody understands the lifestyle that they was living or a thief or they might exalt themselves and find a new way of life where they might just have the power and the mental to actually make it through. 
so that nobody else in the world that they know of will have to go through. That takes power. That takes strength. That takes unconditional love. Because for them not taking their family out or whoever did them out of existence, somebody had to talk to them. If it wasn't a human being, it had to be God. But, hey, man, we just want to know what y'all think. Mr. I believe he said that. I'm still in distraught right now because of this topic. <laughs> well, so you got to understand. You got to understand and understand a few things. See, abuse doesn't doesn't just happen, you know, when you're in the house with your family members. You got to understand and understand. There are thousands of abused children that are in our foster system. They don't know really what love is because they're abused. They're shipped from house. That's a form of abuse. They get shipped from house to house. They got to learn this new way, that new way. That's, that's, that's too much for a kid in some cases to wrap their head around, right? You know, we got so many parents out here that want to be friends with their children instead of being parents. See, that's where some of the problem lies. You know, I said this on a few shows a while back. You better preach, brother. You better preach. It's amazing. It's amazing how we was always taught it takes a village to raise a child. Well, they burnt down our village. So how do they really expect us to raise our children? You know, you turn around and you tell me, oh, you can't do this, you can't do that, you shouldn't do this, you shouldn't do that. Well, sometimes a child can warrant a spanking. But a lot of times, and in a lot of abusive cases, the parent doesn't know when to stop. When it's too much, we already see when it's too little by the way that the children act. See, if I was walking down the street, you know, I might be with my peers and I could be, you know, cursing or something like that. But whenever I seen an adult, and if they heard me by, I could tell by the way they looked at me, oh, excuse me, I apologize, sir, ma'am, miss, mister, whatever the case may be. And this generation now, they you, you they cuss up and down the street, and when you look at them, the first thing they want to say is, what you looking at, old head? See, they're, they're, the, the ball has been dropped. There's too much information at these kids' fingertips where they think they know more than the parents. Now, some of the parents that are out here shouldn't be parents. See, I'm I'm, I'm going to go with what Brother Self said. In some cases, there should be like a criteria that you should be able to go through before you become a parent. Classes or, or, or a skill set 
that they should make you take because some of us are not ready to be parents. They're ready to go through what what it takes to get to be a parent. But once they have that child, they don't know how to treat that child. And that's where the problem lies. You know, you had, and it's not about being a young parent, old parent, or anything like that. You just got to remember, you once were a child. Children are going to make mistakes. They're going to learn lessons. It's how hard of a lesson you want to teach them. When you start to leave bruises and you start to having to take trips to the ER because your child's arm is broke or rib is broke or something of that nature, that's ridiculous. You shouldn't have to go that far. You know, but also you have the system telling you what you can and cannot do to raise your child, but then they're not, they're they're hurting the household by the things that they do. They want to have people come in and step in and tell you how to raise your child. No. In some cases, they need to step in and tell people how to raise their child because these kids out here, their parents are never home. They're smoking and drinking right in front of their parents. I could never do nothing like that. Well, that hold on. Now, that's not 100% true. I was always allowed to, you know, if it was a beer in the house at, a, at an early age, I could have a beer. But it was during special occasions, and it, when and if I did drink one, I wasn't allowed to go back outside. I was in the house. Now, to some, that's abuse because why were you allowed to do that to each his own? I turned out fine as far as I'm concerned, but every, everything isn't for everybody. But the abuse rate on children is ridiculous. And it's not all physical. It's mental. You have children out here that think they can't be something because of something negative that their parents keep drilling in their head. There are ways that you can reach your children without calling them names, not reflecting on how the absentee parent is. Those are those things you, you just can't do that. Whatever the situation is, if the parents are not together, you should not at any time downgrade the other parent. Wow. Especially Did you really just say that? Did you really just say that? Because there's so many... <sighs> There's so many parents. There's so many mm, individuals. There's so many spouses that just don't care. They feel as though they have to do that because they want to step. They want to be, how you say it, mm, above grade. They want the kid to look at them first before they look at the next page. They don't want them to say, 
oh, no. My dad or my mom is the best if they ain't right there getting them dressed. That's the problem. But see, that's, 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 what's, that's what's perpetuated by the system, though. Well, we look like we got a caller. You know what? Welcome to Table Dad. How you feeling, brother? Sister, whoever the heck you is, welcome to Table Dad. What you got to say? Hello? You've been unmuted. Well, check this out, right? If you want to talk, please dial this number, 724-444-7444, and put the PIN number in, 143361-POUND. Then you have to push one pound into the show and star eight to talk. Because sometimes if you use your computer or if you use something like that, we might not be able to hear you. That's just the way it is. Yo, proceed on, Mr. Omni, we said that. Man, see, what you got to, what we need to understand is, right, when it's coming to our children, abuse is, is, is something that, it's not talk like when we were coming up, it wasn't really talked about because those hotlines and all of those things, they were around. We didn't have access to it. See, it's too much information floating around here for our children. Some of it needs to be censored because, see, their mind can't handle it. They, get a, they can be abused at home. They can be abused at school, and the abuse in school could be that you have teachers that, that aren't really qualified. They can call a child stupid. That is not fair because a child may have, they may not just be able to comprehend. That doesn't mean they're stupid. That just means that they're on a different curve. And you have to, and as an educator, you should be able to find a way to reach that child so that they can grasp what you're teaching them. You have students abusing other students, bullying. But discipline in the home doesn't always have to be yelling. It doesn't always have to be screaming. And it doesn't always have to be physical. Okay, you can talk to your children. If you learn, if they, if you open up the lines of communication with your children, things can get better. If you are an individual that is, that has a temper, there are ways that you can get help for that. You can learn to overcome these obstacles, but taking it out on a child. That's not good. That's not cool. You know, because always remember, your child didn't ask to be here. They were born here. Now, people, if there's anyone listening via Internet, we just need you to do a couple things. That Once 10 o'clock comes, if the show runs longer than 10 o'clock, we need you to dial this pen, this phone number, 
844-744-7444. Okay, use the caller ID at 143-361-POUNDS. Hit one pound to listen, and you can hit star eight if you want to join the conversation and you have something to chime in. The abuse of children in the United States of America is at an astronomical number. Now, does that mean at any time that's a bad parent? Doesn't necessarily mean that. You know, just because a person lost their temper one time doesn't mean that they they have a perpetual violent nature. But when it comes to our children, we need to think. Sometimes we may be going through other things and we need to separate the two. Our children are a precious gift that need to be nurtured, loved, and cared for so that they can go on and be productive. If you're hitting and beating on your child on a regular basis and they've done nothing, you need attention. You need some type of help. But you shouldn't beat your child because your boyfriend left you. Your baby daddy left you. Your baby mom left you. Your girlfriend left you. What does that have to do with that child? Now, there's quite a few kids out here. We all been out here in the malls, in the shopping center. There'd be some kids. We'd be like, oh, boy, if that was my child, I would do this, that, and the third. Can't always say that because you don't know the background, and what's going on. And if you're a father in a household and you're abusing the mother, that's still child abuse, especially if your child sees that. You don't hit your wife in front of your daughter and then want to wonder why she gets beat up by her boyfriend. Because in her mind, how she rationalizes it is, my dad said he loves my mom, but he hits on her. So when he hits me, I guess he loves me. You don't want your child to grow up like that. Daddy's beating mommy in front of his son. So the son grows up and he thinks he's supposed to beat on his woman because my daddy said he loves my mom and this is what he does to her. All of those things are a form of abuse for a child. Well, it's funny you say that because there's a song about child abuse, and it's supposed to be the official song. Let me see what the heck this is. Try to tell the one you love to say, oh, 
So let's think about that. Should it hurt to be a child, people? For real, for real. Should it hurt to be a child? If you wake up in the morning with something to eat, should you be hurting to be a child? Think about it. There's people out here all over the world who really ain't got nothing to eat. But then when you look at the adults, do they have to eat or should the child be the one eating? But then you look at the situation that happened way back in the days of Hitler when a whole bunch of children were slaughtered and put into a pile so they could die. Kids being killed. Then you look at slavery. Kids being killed. Then you look at the Holocaust. Kids was Kids are being killed all over the world, and the kids are being killed now. Why is everybody attracted to the kids? Are the kids because they're so innocent when they're being born? Is the best way for somebody to get to a spiritual realm? Do they want to change that child so that that child turns into something that's not belonging in a spiritual realm of holiness? Why is it that we have to abuse children? And then the children grow up messed up, hurt, confused, shook, don't know which way to go, don't know who to believe or trust because of who? A parent because of who? A friend because of who? Associate? That's crazy. I'm just going in real quick, people. Y'all better dial this number, 724-444-7444. Put the PIN number in, 143361-POUND. We would love to hear what you got to say. All you got to do is push star 8 after you push 1 pound to get into the show. Star 8 will bring you on right now. And if you're doing it by way of Internet, it's going to be very hard for us to hear you because I don't understand it, but just the way things go, I don't think we can hear you on the Internet. And if we can, I want to try you again. I know you pushed that tag on Star Rate. Um, can you, can you hear me okay? Oh, I can hear you now perfectly, brother. I still oh, that's can't believe you did that. Did you, now, are you doing it by the way of Internet? I am not. I'm calling you directly from my cell phone. But I also Perfect. went on. You know what? Online. I didn't know because you know your name came up. That was a beautiful thing. That's great. I ain't gonna say your name because you are a thorough brother. Yo, talk to us, man. Because um, we already nice going in real quick, and and the topic we already know what it is. And I love to hear what yeah. you got to say. 
Sure. I was going to reflect on, um, first of all, I want to say I appreciate what you guys are talking about tonight. It's uh, it's caused me to, to stay tuned in to your call um, on point very much. So. And so, so the real thing for me that stood out so far, one thing was, you might, want to warm, you, you might want to warm your window up because we get a lot of um, air frequencies back. You know what it is? I'm wind. on my bicycle. I want to get oh. away from the wind real quick. Hold on one second. Okay, perfect. Okay, so here's 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 the here's what I was thinking. That there's all types of different abuses. You know, saying kids. First thing I thought about was when I, you know, when I punished my son um, for doing something that that I didn't like. Later on, I reflected on it, and I thought, I thought, well, you know what? I did that. I did the same thing that he used to do. He I, I used to do the same thing that he did just now, and then I punished him for it, right? Right now, and all all I was really doing, all he was really doing, was mocking me behind my back, you know, and and I didn't appreciate it, so I would. You know, I kind of I punished him by making him take a cold shower, right? I mean, to me, that's not abuse, but some people may see it another way. Okay, because he took a cold shower. Are you serious? They might they might see it a different way, including him, because of the the brainwashing. You know, that you're not supposed to touch your kids or hit your kids. It's the state's job. Only the state can hit you. But um, and get away with it. The other thing that made me think about it, uh, 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 some my other my other kids is that because I have two got two girls as well, two, two beautiful, thriving children. You know, girls who are coming up, they're barely teenage, not even a teenager yet. Okay, and they have never really known me. Okay. And then the youngest one has never even met me because of the distancing that's taken place by the partner, okay, of the relationship. Now I could I could force myself into the situation, you know, but it has to be done strategically, and so in order to to appear on from a higher moral ground. Okay, so I can affect their lives in a better way. So that's why I've been studying law. But the thing that I'm feeling is is really bad is that this woman that I was with, she grew up without her father in her life. Okay? And what has happened is she has caused the same situation to occur to her own children. I, too, grew up without my, my parents. I was in foster home. But I made a vow. I wanted to change that. I want family. You know what I'm saying? I wanted to be the guy that in my family that stopped the cycle of abuse, of distancing, and of alienation. So I would, you know, basically push to um, to be near the children, especially. So my daughter had heart surgery when she right when she was born, Genevieve, my first daughter. And a week later, or two weeks later, she was out of the hospital. And she was in our, in our home, but she still had heart surgery, and it was very traumatic on both of us. But 
I didn't know how bad it was really for her because things actually started flipping around. You know, there was this postpartum psychosis thing that happened. I'm not going to point the blame, all the blame on, on the, on my partner, but at the same time, I know my intentions and I know what happened, you know? And so what did happen was they're, they're now being told that, I'm no good, and I'm not going to be in their life. I actually was on the phone with, with my, my ex, and the kids were in the background a few months ago, and, and she was telling me I would never see them. Right in front of them. You know, and I don't understand, you know, what, uh, I mean, we have our personal issues. I hope I'm still on the call. But Yo, you right here, buddy. I'm telling you. I'm just trying to figure out how did you deal with that? How did you... Man, that, that sounds like pure pain. And I could understand some of the stuff, not all of it, but some of the stuff you're going through because you now I'm going through something myself, but I know this other individual is probably going through, ugh, how you say it, a severe travesty in their life. Let me correct you real quick because I feel you're on point right now. Yet, right, I'm not affected as much as my girls are. They're the ones that are being affected more than me and my son too. By the distancing and the immaturity of the parties, you know, it's like, let's just come together to be good parents. You know, for, for our kids, we can have a co-parenting relationship. There's no reason why we have... She thinks I want to be calling her just to, to get back with her. I say, you know, it's like she's, she doesn't want to accept the fact that she she laid down with me, had kids, and now she is kind of, in a way, has to deal with me for the next few years, 18 years, or for the rest of her life, for Christ's sake, you know? She's my friend, but I'm just saying that... You know, I, I think that uh, we are missing some responsibility today in, in the young mothers and fathers. There's a sense of responsibility for the well-being of the children. That needs to – I don't know how we can, but I think we can fix this problem if we start to somehow teach young parents about um, responsibility and claiming responsibility – you know, for the life that you created, not and the impact, you know, on 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 her. So what happened was she hit me once, my ex-wife, and when I grabbed onto her so she would not hit me, that's where I was. That's when she called the police and tried to say I grabbed her. Right, so I was kicked out of the house that night. Right away, and it was my daughter's birthday. And all I really wanted was for my daughter to just be home with, with mother and father, you know, and not be not be going to uh, grandma's house, you know what I'm saying, on her birthday, you know. I understand you want to have you want to have our kids go to the grandma's house, abuse of grandma, smoking crack and stuff like that. That's fine. But tonight it's the birthday. It's, I think she deserves to be with daddy and mommy, you know. So uh, it was all really about her, the Genevieve. And I just okay. after all of the trauma that she went through with the heart surgery, now this, I mean, I, I wanted to peel the skin off my face, you guys. That's my clothes. Well, see, in a case like that, that's what I was saying earlier. 
when I made reference to, in some cases, the, the, the government, the system, has perpetuated this because they they automatically allow the mother to have custody and then she can manipulate the system any way that she would like to. All right, now, they always say, I'm not talking about you or anyone on the line, but they always want to draw a comparison that fathers don't want to be around. There are a lot of fathers that do want to be around, but the mother doesn't allow them to, and the system does not back up a father really trying to fight for his child. Now, I have a problem with the system, whereas though, why should I have to go through the system to see my child? That judge, mediator, or whomever was not there when that happened. See, we gotta, we have to try to understand and overstand the, like you said, the, the bottom line is the well-being of the child. We should be able to put our differences aside for the well-being of our child. You know, stop using the child as a pawn in a chess match. Oh, if you don't want to be with me, you can't see your child. Or I don't want to deal with you, so I'm going to keep your child away. You're, you're hurting me, but you're hurting the child even more. That's it right there. She thinks she's hurting me, and it it does hurt. But really, oh, yes. it, but they think the we don't have feelings. They think we don't. They, you know, it's been said that uh, what was the old uh, saying? Oh, uh, mama's babies, daddy's maybe. They think it's easy for a man just to walk away. That's impossible. If you are a real man, you hurt too. We just can't show it all the time like everyone else because, see, we still have to do certain things. But when my child was kept from me, I cried. And I'm quite sure it's a lot of other fathers out here that cried as well. They think they that's how they can get at us. But... In the long run, it, what it actually, in actuality, what it does, it, it makes us angry. And then we become that angry father. Now, we mask it and we hide it for the sake of the child because we know that's what's best. But on the inside, we're boiling. Anytime that you put a child and have them choose or you force them not to be able to see a parent that is abuse and is in in a in a major way see we need to learn how to as you said coexist to co-parent we don't need to go through and plus what we go through as parents should have nothing to do with the child whatsoever that child should not see their parents arguing, fighting, having screaming matches or anything like that. 
That should be something. Are the kids? That should be something. That should be something that should be kept out of their out of their sight, out of their hearing, because they don't need to know that. And like I said, may I I interject really quickly? Sure. Just on the point that you said about uh, fighting in front of or arguing in front of the, the the little ones. I'm all about that. So, yeah, she, that's, that's definitely something that, that takes place all the time. Uh, and so she, it's like I put, I, put, I put her on point about it, blast about it, too. I say, listen, are the kids next to you? Because you're, you're sitting here cussing me out right now. And I'm in a cafe, too. <laughs> I'm like, dang, you are bold, lady. You know? But it's just, you know what it comes down to, I think? Her heart has no understanding. She can't comprehend her own actions. So in some in some ways, that's why I've been so um, uh, kind of at odds with what to do because she is uh, suffering from her own delusion. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Trust me, I've, I've been through it. And you know the best thing that you can do, in my opinion, right, is when you... You you don't we're not always ready for the answer, okay. So when we ask the Creator, we ask Him to ask answer certain questions. In certain cases, we just need strength to deal with what's going on, and the and the trials and tribulations that we're going through, right? And pray for that individual, right? Pray pray that the Creator softens their heart or one day they may be able to see the error in their ways because at the end of the day, yes, we, you're, you're suffering, she's suffering, but ultimately that child is really suffering. And that's what all your, whatever the dislike or, cause I don't want to say anyone hates anybody, whatever the dislike is between you two, you would hope that the love for your child would outweigh that dislike. And that's something that you might want to bring to the table, you know, just just to throw it out there. Now, at first, it may not be received properly when you first say it. Because, as you said, she likes to scream and curse at you in front of the kids. And if you were to say that, it probably wouldn't be received properly. You know what? I'll be honest with you. Some people, including myself and others, they actually have a need to feel negativity and think negative thoughts because it props up their sense of self. I know you can agree with me on what I just said in so many different ways. Okay? So this is what I feel is happening right now. It's like even when I come in and try and say, listen, it's for the best well, you know, it's for the well-being of the children, right? In a sense, that's just giving her more fuel, right, to say, I know, and that's why I'm doing what I'm doing. You see what I'm saying? Right. Like you're, you're right. Neg- well, negativity yes. is power. You got to understand that. But with negativity, you can go to, how you say it, <laughs> when no man has gone before. Because at the same time, that negativity brings out the negative in you, and that's where the evil comes in. 
and the evil starts to clash. You got one demon going against the other demon, and every demon wants to overpower each demon. But when you come with the goodness and you show love, it's hard sometimes. And I, I, I'm telling you right now, it's really hard to sit up there and let a person talk to you like you are a nut or you are a fool or you're just absolutely nobody. And then you guys sit there and put a loving, kind smile on your face or just show unconditional love when they're talking to you in front of everybody or even your children. Because your children are looking like, well, dad, daddy, that's what daddy is? Because mommy said that what it was, so I guess that's true. Especially when you know they're lying. That's a hurt thing. But you got to think about it. In a bigger picture, when your children finally get the knowledge, if they get the understanding to know that everything was a lie, that's what's going to hurt her. Because she won't look at herself if she's still living. The problem is you got to hope that the family members don't keep the negativity going and the children don't fall into the trap of believing the bull crap. That's the only issue. And you know that's what, where you God know what, comes in line. You're right. Well, God, I, I'll be honest with you, okay? Like, I've been praying, okay? But I've been praying in my own way, okay? And that, in that I've been putting out the energy of success and, uh, you know, accomplishment and also at higher education and also steering that energy towards remedy in my life in, in that area particularly family, okay? And so that's why I've been studying the law. That's what got me started, okay? And it's because she said she wanted to be a judge and then blamed me for stealing her life from her after we got married, had a kid or whatever, right? And then took off. She took off, whatever, from Southern California to Northern California without telling me. She straight stole kids and kidnapped because you have to believe that out of Nothing. So, but the same thing she did was steal the kids from me. Okay. Well, and take in-law problems. Do you have in-law problems where your in-laws are either? Because sometimes your in-laws can be on your side, or they could be on her side. Which side? I I have to say, I have to say to answer your question, the best answer would be they were neutral. They were very. So they actually know how to stay neutral. So you, yes, you have a actually, golden grain. Her older brother, her older brother actually was like letting me live in his home when she came up without telling me. Because so, I, I followed and then I caught up, with, I found out where they were and I went and knocked on the door and he let me in. And that before you know what, I was staying there with them. And she's like, yeah, that's his kid right there. Of course he can be here. Then maybe it could be the associates that she hang with. Maybe it's the friends that she's dealing with that might be in her ear saying, you know what, girl, you know, you could have been better off if you would have had him or you would have never had that. You would have been done. It could be all types of. But let me give you a quick detail. So you'll have a little bit more background and it's kind of scary. Okay. But near the end of our staying together in Southern California, um, one morning I woke up and I discovered underneath my pillow, um, a, a bunch of cut up pieces of paper with like on them. 
different color crayon marks. So what I ended up doing was piecing it together, and she had drawn up a sketch, some voodoo stuff, right, talking about her demons, saying she wanted her demons to inhabit my body and destroy my body, yo. And she tried to do a spell or something on me, you know. And then also, this is after the fact that she told me she wanted to stab me in the neck. That's when I knew I had to be out of there. I couldn't, but then my heart broke because, like, now the kids are there with her and I'm not. I have no way of really protecting. See? So I feel pain that is very, I think, uh, deep. And it's probably a karmic thing. You know? It's so I can so, feel about on some other level. I don't know what's going on. It sounds as if you are taking the proper steps to rectify the situation. You are you're trying to go you're studying law, right? So that you can find the right way. And I'm gonna be honest with you, I'm gonna commend you for that because there are so many of us that try to do it the wrong way. And then we're trying to learn we're we're trying to learn about laws once we're already in the system behind a rash judgment that we made. Okay. So you did taking those steps is the proper way to do it. And hopefully everything will work out for you because for them. If these are, yes, yes, it's mainly for them. Right. You, that's you correct. Wanna... That's 100% who it's for because I could care less about being near her or talking to her anymore after oh, she's yeah. talking it's... all that mess. Yeah. It's, and, and, you know, I know it, it, it's got to be painful because you're out of that situation, but they're in that situation. Yeah. And that's the part that really hurts because mm-hmm. you, as being a father, when once you become a father, you you swear on as the protector, and that's all that you want to do. You want to be able to love them and protect them and provide for them. And a lot really? of times, yeah, and women don't see that. They want it to be that package deal. Oh, you, you, I want you here with me. If you're not going to be here with me, you're not going to deal with what I'm doing. You can't see your children. That. That's that's nonsense. Okay, that's what you think it might be, because that's good. That's a good idea. That's a good possibility. Actually, I never thought of it like that. You know, if they you are a smart man. <clears throat> uh, uh, thank you. But it's 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 usually it's you from from my understandings, there is usually a package deal when when parents separate and. It's not a matter of fact that the man has moved on. It's just that he's reached his limit into what he's able to tolerate. Okay? It could be, you know, the shortcomings of her, the, the you know, not wanting to do certain things. And you can grow apart. And in doing so, and you're ready to move on due to whatever circumstances it is, they want to more or less hold the child or children hostage to keep them from you. Oh, well, you're going to have to do this if you ever want to see your children. 
but right. the law but the law allows them to do that to a certain extent mm-hmm. because they are they have guidelines in place they want to tell you oh no one has custody of your children right but the mom retains physical custody that's like double talking okay Nobody has custody, but she has custody. So who's side? You're not neutral in a, in a case like that. You're automatically siding with the female in the relationship, and that's not fair. You know, there should be a written rule or written law that without going through the judicial system, right, you should be able to go through your local police department, without having to spend money on a lawyer, paying court fees and doing this and doing that, that every parent has the right to see their child. And if and, and if the other parent wants to withhold those visitations, there should be certain actions taken against them. Fines. Well, they, you know, start off with fines and then gradually grow up into or build up to, you know, possible jail term. And I think that would stop a lot of people from doing that. Okay. Well, you know, obvious, yeah. Also, the other thing is, is I think a lot of people that go into the courts to try to get remedy with their women, especially, not to be singling people out, but is that they, they, uh, they, they want to get a court order, a judgment, right? But one, one tactic that I've studied about is, so, you know, obviously using a mediator and going through right. a pre-judgment scenario. Hey, bros, how are you? But uh, so if you do a pre-judgment scenario and keep keep them in the system longer than they wish to be in the system, see, that's, a, that's another strategy that you can use, see, that gets them tired. It's like rope-a-dope. Right. You know, but the idea would be to get back to the children's well-being. I mean, the bottom bottom line is they don't deserve. I've been feeling like shit, you guys. Excuse my French, but the reason is because I haven't made a move to get back in their life. You see, I've just been too busy studying, working, right? And I'm also afraid, okay, because I know that if I go where they are, what's going to end up happening is I'm going to be accused again, okay. Stalking or just, you know, like, what do you call that? Harassment. You know, just by coming around. That's the thing you got to get overcome. In other words, you're going to have to strategize your movements. You got to strategize your movements and don't live in fear. God says, fear no evil. See, the devil knows when you speak out your mouth. I actually think they deserve it, though. But... No, your kids deserve you. But the devil knows right, they you do. speak things Absolutely. out your mouth because there's no one else better than a father. And you can sit up there and let, mm, how you say, her win. And the next you know, the next person that she might be involved with because she was infatuated with or she fall in love with or just, yeah. Doesn't understand who she's with. 
could be around your children and be doing something to your children, like talking to them like they're a daggone piece of daggone meat, and you didn't know, and she ain't going to tell you until she finds out that person she was with was just using her to get a piece of her meat. But your children had to go to the bull crap because she was so in love with the nut, and now they're messed up. Because they're like, Mommy, he's doing this and he's doing that. And she's like, well, shut up. That's my man now. Deal with it. Then when she find out that the person wasn't what she wanted to deal with or he was just whatever, now she looks like a fool, but the child is always going to remember what happened. But when you feel as though because of the fact that fear came in, the child's like, well, Dang, oh, this is happening. Where the hell is daddy at? Daddy ain't called. I need to tell him what's going on. But if I say something, I might get spanked, I might get beat, or I might just get abused. And that's where you got to sit up there and be like, hey, no matter what. But you got to do things in decency and order. And you got to have a plan. And the most best thing of all, you got to mm-hmm. have backup. You got to let people know what the hell is going on. You got to okay. talk to your people and say, hey, you know what? This is what's going on. I'm about to do this, and I just want to make sure you ain't going to fall short where if anything goes down, you have yeah. my back. You have notes, N-O-T-E-S, notes. Because without those notes, when you go to court, it's you against the damn world. Any, anything, less than, anything less than uh, – can you hear me? Yeah, we hear you cloud. Anything less than, 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 than what they can – here's the standard. Frequent and consistent contact to determine custody, okay? If you have frequent and consistent contact with your children, then you have a relationship, don't you? Okay, if there is no frequent and consistent contact, then there's no relationship. If there's no frequent and consistent contact with no relationship – there's no parental rights because there's no relationship there. See, so what the what the interesting thing is you have you have that family law comes from civil law. You know that Com- this is yeah. a common law country, though. This is a common law country. Here, thought on that. So if if she uses, if I use the civil law, basically, I kind of lost my train of thought. Where was I even going with that? You were going far because you was making some really great sense. And I'm telling you right now, you are helping a lot of people with the conversation you're saying. And if there is oh, anybody out there that want to, if there's anybody out there that want to, you know, confirmation, if anybody want to proceed on, if anybody want to help, just push star eight. Because right now, God works in mysterious ways. That's just the way I, I look at things. Yeah. And God knows you came out of nowhere. And it was at the perfect time because right now we're going through a crisis. It's child abuse. Really? And it's seriously happening everywhere. And what you're going through right now is a situation where your children, my children, everybody's child need a father. The problem is you don't want to. Uh, a wannabe father, a rent-a-pot, because this is how I look at it. Like, Think about it like this. And think about it real hard. 
if you know this world is about to come to an end, right, and you see all these crazy things happening, tornadoes, earthquakes, hurricanes, war, who you going to try to save first? The, the woman that you with that has children or the children that you created by the woman you loved at the time? Who would you choose first? Do we have any That's more callers on the line? That's deep, ain't it? Yeah. Do we have any other callers on the That's line? Really they might deep. be somebody fresh to R8. They look like they're fresh to R8. Hey, how you doing? Oh, hey, Mr. On Point, you're going to have to do the PSA, but right now you got to help out with this conversation we just had. But who would you pick? Who would I pick? Your, ch- uh, your uh, children or your your children or the child of the woman that you um, currently were with? See, that's the thing you got to look at because well, it can get deep that. like that. No, not you. Nah, I was talking to okay. him. That's the thing you gotta look at because your children always gotta be first. Even well, though you know what's interesting getting into another relationship, your child has to be first. Well my view on that first. My my view on that is my blood is always gonna come before anybody else. That's mine. I created that. I don't okay. care who I get with okay. and who <laughs> I I accept their child. I can love their child, but that child will never be mine. I mean, I can accept it as mine, but I did not produce that. I did not create that. Therefore, that child, I can love it. I can I can be there for it. I can play daddy or stepdaddy or whatever the case may be, but that child will know I'm not their, their father. You know I mean, and I know I'm not their father. And that's the problem I have with a lot of people today, a lot of males. They'll go and they'll they'll play father and daddy to somebody else's children or child and neglect their own. You know what I mean, I have an issue and a problem with that. Now, if there's a baby mama drama thing involved, then, you know, I've been in that situation. You got to go through court, deal with the custody, and still let your child know that they're first. You know what I mean? You're going to have to deal with the drama. See, here's the thing. Nothing lasts forever. So the person that you get with, whether you dating them or you marry them, you know, if it comes to an end, that 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 child is still going to go with whoever, you know, that mother is. I mean, however, your children will never go anywhere. Even if that other child that's not your biological child looks at you as dad, you know I mean, at, at the end of the day, they can still grow up and respect you and still call you dad and the whole, I mean, all of that but it's not your blood, your blood. And that's not to say don't take care of nobody else's shit. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying your blood is your product. You produced that. You created that. That came from your scrotum sack. That is yours. And ain't no court can tell you different. Ain't no baby mama can tell you different because, first of all, yes, we give a lot of credit to the females for bearing the babies and having them. But the reality is, if I don't put this seed in you, you ain't got nothing to carry. And that's why I feel like, you know, Father's Day doesn't get the same respect as Mother's Day, and that's a problem. 
for me. I don't, I mean, holiday period ain't my thing. These Americanized holidays ain't my thing at all. But at the same time, for those people who do celebrate them, you know Father's Day does not get the same recognition as Mother's Day at all. You know what I'm saying? And we need to start realizing, and mothers especially need to start realizing without the father, there's no child, period. A lot of people say the mother, but no. Without a seed, you got an empty egg. An empty egg ain't producing nothing. That yoke in there is mine. Therefore, that will always come first. The only person or thing that will come before that child is the wife or the woman that I am with, unless we fall off. Once we fall off and we're no longer together, my child now comes first because you're going to move on with your life and be somebody else's first, but my child must still come first. That's my opinion. And as far as child abuse and, 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 and discipline, my mother raised me, don't spare the rod. She's Christian. Don't spare the rod. I had to go get my own switch. If it wasn't a tree around, then I had to go get my own belt and got my behind walk. And the difference in today's generation and yesterday's generation, it was working for us. This generation, it ain't working. First of all, they have too many laws to protect them. They have too many issues of if you beat your child, it's child abuse. No, it's not. That's all systematic. Don't beat your child so your child grow up out of hand. Once your child grow up out of hand, now the system can get them. And now they can capitalize and make money off of them. Now, there are some people out here who do go too far. All extension cords, I'm not with that. I am not with extension cords. That is not used. A belt is used to hold up your pants, but it's part of your butt. So I accept the belt. A switch, well, you know, you could call it what you want to call it, but it's, it's nature. And so are you. But an extension cord, that's an appliance. That's used for appliances. That is not used for nobody's butt. An iron, that is not used for nobody's butt. Open hand on the butt, that's cool with me. Punching the chest from a father to a son, that's cool with me. Because if you can start withstanding my punches, when you get out there and you fight in the street, it ain't going to be nothing to you. Now, punching the kid in the face and black in the eye and busting the lip and all of that, no, nah, I'm not with that. See, there's lines to it. There's definitely lines to it. But my child will always come first. But children, let me jump in and just say this, that when, when, when parents abuse punching by punching or kicking or hitting like that, siblings can also do the, take on that same role. They'd be like thinking it's okay. I, I actually was kicked in the face by my brother, my older brother. Right, all because we were in a foster home together, okay, and he witnessed the foster father punch me in the stomach, punch me in the nose, right, a couple times, right. But now my young, my older brother thinks it's okay to do that too. Well, you know what? It is a learned behavior. It but is. So we got to be difference. careful about what we teach our children. So I mean, you're bro. you're bringing up some excellent, excellent points. I mean, I I, can, I commend you, bro. Here, here's the difference. Thank you. I appreciate that. Here, but here's the difference. You said the key word number one was foster parent, right? 
a foster parent. See, a child, when a child is born, they automatically get the scent of their parents. They know who their parents are. They know it instantly. You know what I'm saying? They do. Um, and that love from, I'm talking about the internal love, from being in that mother for so long and for coming out that scrotum sack, they already, it, it, it's felt there until it's shown differently. Now, a parent, first of all, I, I agree with you, punching you in the nose, kicking you in the stomach, that's abuse. You're going too far. But there's more cases of that with foster parents, especially, who abuse children and really just want the check and the money for the child. Because I worked in a residential facility and I've seen a lot of children coming in from different foster homes, many different foster homes, because they were just they were more mistreated in the foster homes than they were at their regular home, where neglect was supposed to be found. So. I agree with you. That That is abuse. But when your father punch you in your chest, then sit you down and tell you, I love you, but the day you think you bigger than me and you better than me and can beat me, that's the day you're going to have to show me. Because my mother also gave me that saying, that cliche, I brought you in this world, I take you out. Now, they don't really mean that they'll take you out, but what they mean is, I will put hands on you. See, you cannot be scared of your children either. But you're absolutely right. It can be a learned behavior. See, when my mother beat my behind and sat me down and told me she loved me and told me why she did it, that was the difference. Now, when a parent whoop your behind and tell you to get out their face or go outside somewhere or go up in your room, and don't give you dinner and don't explain to you what you did wrong or, or or why they did what they did, they'll know. That child will instantly realize this person don't care about me. This person don't care about me. So when I beat my children butt because my mother beat my butt, listen, I got uh, two uh, high school graduate grown men's sons. One graduated from college. I have a daughter in 10th grade with straight A's, a daughter in 4th grade with straight A's. Listen, man, it, 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 you that learned behavior is a learned behavior that is guided. It has to be guided. And when I say guided, you have to let them know what they did wrong and why they got punished that way. That's not to say beat them for every little thing. No. You get beat for major things. I, I, I love common law issue. marriage, though, because if in a common law marriage, if you're, let's say you're not hitched via the state, right? There is no state recognition of your marriage right. beyond the common law, right? Now, can the state really step in? No, there's no contract. Well, <laughs> Thank you. I hope everyone is listening. Well, you know, common law marriage actually has been done away with. It's not even acknowledged in the in the in the, in the uh, I know in the city of Philadelphia, oh, and I'm sure in the state of Pennsylvania, there's no. It, I mean, it, it people can argue it, but it's no longer acknowledged. You know what I mean? It, it's it's a joke. People don't even look at that no more. And even in common law marriage, my thing is, if you're gonna play house, you might as well go all the way. And 
common law marriage ain't no different from just shacking up. That's all it is. There's, a, there's, there's one difference. No, there's one difference. See, this is this is where this this is where the abuse of the children can end, actually, because when you think about it, right, with respect to my situation, um, common law common law marriages, as opposed to statutory ones, right, are actually protected against state action. But when I have a, a marriage certificate sponsored by the state, now I've given consent and permission to the state to come in and adjudicate on my children's behalf and on the behalf of every party in, involved in the relationship. It's all consent-based when it comes to family law. right? The state ha- actually has no real gen- no authority to, uh, or jurisdiction over family families unless we give it to them. Well, that's, why that's, I was not, that's, that. that's not necessarily true because um, I know from experience um, without being married, when I had my son, one of my sons in particular, my oldest son, I went to child support court for. The judge straight told us from the gate that the child doesn't belong in either one of us. Did you hear what I said? The I judge. heard you, but that's not, that, that would conflict with current case law. No, 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 because see, here's the thing. No one has custody of that child until either custody is given or custody is uh, uh, requested, filed for. Otherwise, that child don't have, no one has custody of that child. This is why most of the time when women leave or females leave, they take the child with them because most likely that's who the court won't give them to from the, from, from the beginning. However, the courts will tell you two things. No one has custody of the child until it's granted. And two, receipts don't mean nothing. They are gifts. That is what you're supposed to do. These were the misconceptions that I grew up under raising my oldest son at 18 years old going to court in my 20s. You see what I'm saying? I learned a lot about this law being as though I had to go through it, and it pissed me off. You tell me I don't have custody of my child or I, that child doesn't belong to me when it came from me. Well, let me let me tell you something. Let me tell you why they're telling you this real quick. Here's why. I've been doing my studies. I'm reading an article right now, and I've looked at this many times before. It's, it was written in 1922. It's called The Civil Law and Common Law. And in it, it says the reason – it says this guy named Bryce tells us that family law is the principal feature of the civil law systems. Nevertheless, one of its most striking features – the marital partnership, right, is quite clearly of Germanic origin. So right there, we have a recognition that family law is not a common law feature. Get it? So by the courts trying to act like we have we have no rights under common law, right? It's a force forcing of the civil law, and it all comes down to the birth certificate. I'm not trying to bring that up, but I'm just mentioning it because. It is a civil care. It is a civil feature. The birth certificate and its involvement with families, private families, and the state is a civil feature of the civil law feature, not common law. People sometimes we get it confused, but that will help to protect the kids. I think ultimately, from it'll basically stop. How you doing? You can, yeah. Thank you. I was going to recycle that actually. 
That's not mine. I'm just recycling. I am. Can I do it for you? Here. Is this your bike? Uh, yeah. It's mine. It's my bike. It's my stuff on it, too. Thank you, guys. Hold on. I'm telling you. Okay. Uh, Jeremiah? Yeah, I do. One second. Okay. Um, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm, I'm on the phone right now, you guys. Can I hang up? Can I hang up? All right. Hold on a second, you guys. Yeah. All right. Um. First off, I want to thank my host for taking over the show. Um, at doing no problem, you know, no problem. They were doing, huh? I said no problem, no problem. Oh yeah, no doubt, man. Um, as y'all know, my daughter's C sixteen party is tomorrow, and I've been running around like a chicken with my head cut off, you know, doing anything I need to do to make it a success for. Um, she does everything she's supposed to do, man. That's the least I could do. So I appreciate y'all doing this, and my phone died every time I tried to call and get in and call and uh, start the show and all this. And it's crazy, but um, that's the, I'm I'm glad and I feel blessed to have brothers like you that come in and do as y'all did, man. Um, that's on point, and that's that's what I needed, and it's is very well appreciated and respected. Um, people out there in Radio Land, if you want to be part of this on point movement, know that on point. Is an attitude, a mindset, and a movement. And this movement is the On Point 360 mentoring, youth mentoring program that we have. We go into schools and we mentor the youth. It's also, uh, we also give comedy shows and entertainment shows to bring our people together to unite in laughter, song, dance, you know, however we can get it out there and just enjoy each other's company and, and, and energy. Uh, so if you want to be part of this On Point movement, you can go to Facebook, find us on Facebook at On Point Enterprises. Again, Facebook is On Point Enterprises, On Point, one word, O-N-C-O-I-N-T, Enterprises, E-N-T-E-R-P-R-I-Z-I-Z. If you're on Instagram, we're at team underscore on point. Again, Instagram is team underscore on point. If you want Twitter, it's at team on point. Twitter is at team on point. You can email us for any of your comments, suggestions, or concerns at onpoint215.gmail.com. I'm sorry, onpoint215 at gmail.com. You can go to our website, www.onpoint215.weebly.com. Again, that's onpoint215.weebly.com. You can call us directly at 267-417-ONPT. That's on point, 267-417-6678. That's also for any of your comments, suggestions, or concerns. Um, if you have topics you would like us at On Point Radio to discuss, please text us, call us, email us. Um, however you see fit that you want to get the uh, opportunity to suggest a topic, let us know. Uh, this topic tonight was actually suggested by a caller who uh, texted in and asked about this topic. So, uh, I appreciate that caller and much love and, and respect to the caller who requested that. I thought it was a good topic to do, and um, from what I hear, it was a hell of a show, and I appreciate that. Kudos to my team, man. Good job. Hell of a job. On point. That's what we do. Well, you already know, man. I ain't going to fall short. Anybody be thinking, I don't know what they be thinking, but. They must have forgot. Oh, like you said, man, we're a family. We're here for each other. So, you know, 
got to do what we got to do. That's right. That's right, man. And I appreciate that. Um, so as far as I, I missed the whole show, but i like to know where y'all stand at. What's discipline to y'all and what's uh, child abuse? Where does that line get drawn in y'all eyes? See, discipline discipline is when you're trying to create, create um, correct a action performed by your child. Okay? It is it becomes abusive, right, when there are bruises and broken bones. Right? When self esteem is jeopardized by the harsh language and the repetitive notion that you're never going to amount to anything. That's abuse. Right. You know, when a parent withholds visitation to another parent, that's abuse as well. Right. We have so many obstacles out here that are there anyway that's prohibiting us from achieving a lot of goals. We out here as parents, we're running the same race. And and the ultimate goal of that race is to get our child to the finish line. So if we run in the same race, why are you out here tripping me up? Our common goal should be the well-being of our child. And that's what we lose focus on and lose sight of because we're caught up in our emotional feelings for the other party. That's when it becomes abusive. I agree. I agree. DJ Chill? I look at things low. When you have individuals who do things to uplift their humanity or their lifestyle, or even a mindset, or even try to make the child go against the parent because it might make them look good. That's a problem for me. And when you sit up there and you make the child lie, or if you teach the child to lie just to make things um, a little complicated for the the father or the mother, that's a problem too. Because once you teach them that, don't get mad if the child starts doing it back to you. And that's what a lot of parents forget. Whatever you teach a child or whatever you do with the child or around the child, they're going to possibly imitate that or adapt to that lifestyle and make it part of their lifestyle for their children, then you're going to try to preach to them later on about how they shouldn't be like that, and then you're going to feel awkward when you try to tell them not to do that, and they're like, wait a minute, but you did that. What's the difference? Or why is that acceptable for you but not for me? See, everything we do 
we have to think about the consequences. That's all the way around the daggone table. And that's the hurt piece. Because we don't like to accept the consequences. Because the consequences don't want to accept you. Problem is, what are we trying to accept? Are we trying to accept a lifestyle of nonsense? Are we trying to accept a new nice a, a new lifestyle of humility? Without that, we ain't got nothing. And I agree to that. And and one thing I want to add to this conversation is child abuse. Like Mister, I can't believe you said that. Just said a minute ago, self esteem. Um, child abuse is also verbal. It does not have to just be physical. You know what I mean? Verbal abuse can also be a form of child abuse, telling a child they're ugly, telling a child that you hate them, telling a child they ain't going to be shit, telling a child you just like your daddy, and that child knows you can't stand their daddy. You know what I mean? Or you just like your mother, and knowing you can't stand their mother, that's a form of child abuse. You know what I'm saying? And when their children grow up, they'll do, they'll repeat that same behavior because it's a learned behavior. See, here's the thing. Children can go about things one or two ways as they're growing up and maturing and learning. They can either repeat history or they can change the history. So what I mean by that is they can either repeat the learned behavior or they can break the learned behavior. See, my father wasn't in my life. He was in and out, in and out, but never really changed. Promise this, promise that, and promise is what were the letters put together to spell it. So in that sense, when I became a father, I had to say, I'm going to do things differently. I will not not be in my children's life or child life. You know, so I think, you know, I, I had a, a letter from Delaware University. Uh, actually, the letter came from the, the NFL team, the Cardinals, from their defensive coordinator, because I played high school football. And I was, you know, being asked to go look at Delaware State, and they'll look at me from Delaware State. Um, I never did it. Uh, DJ Chell and I, were in a hip-hop group called As Is. We were going on tours everywhere. We were, we were performing with all these people, Ice Cube, Black Sheep, like a lot of these big-name people today that are legendary hip-hop artists. And I remember when we did the show in Valley Forge with Black Sheep and uh, Ice Cube and, and Naughty by Nature and all of them, and they were like, all right, what's up? We're going to Ohio next. And I said, spirit, nope. I'm not going. DJ Chill went, but I didn't go. Why didn't I go? Because I had my first son at 18 years old. And I'm thinking now that psychologically, I was not going to do anything to take me from my son, remove me from my son. Now, I wasn't thinking then, well, you know, go play football, you make this money, you know, you get give your son what you want. No, nah, because what happens is while I'm away for four years, he's not knowing me for four years. Then I'm going on uh, the NFL and 
I'm coming back. He still don't know me. I could buy him and all of this, but that wasn't important to me. What was important to me was him knowing me and my knowing him. I didn't want him to miss anything in his life. And for that reason, I guess that's why I'm here surviving and struggling like everybody else and not living it up in some NFL suite or, or you know, some NFL life. It wasn't, if it wasn't my calling, it wasn't my calling. But I really believe that that was based on the conscious decision of me not wanting to, to, to move away or leave my son behind. I mean, I just wasn't going to do it. So, again, a, a child will either repeat the process or they will change the process. But it, they have to make that conscious decision. On Point Radio, anybody out there in Radio Land? Yes, sir. No, I had it on mute. Shoot, I, I had mine on. I had mine on mute too, man. You were talking so good. I wanted to listen. Are you actually freaking mine? Well, listen. The reality is, man. Discussions like this have to happen, and we got to start taking it from On Point Radio to On Point TV. We got to get that up because these discussions now have to be televised because we can be on the radio all day, you know. As everybody's not going to tune in, so everybody's not going to hear it. We put it on TV, we get that many more that many more people to view and listen to what we're discussing because the stuff that we're discussing is stuff that we as a people need to talk about to heal ourselves so that we can unite and get ourselves together and get back on track and be unified. And that's what All Point serves to do. I mean, I'm glad that everybody that's a part of On Point is a part of On Point for that purpose. Yes, sir. That's what we're here for. All day. Well, DJ Tell, I can't believe that. Y'all started the show. Y'all can end the show. How we do that? beautiful way by you talking because you missed a lot. Why aren't you in? Peace and power. Thanks for listening to On Point Radio. Stay tuned in. Tomorrow night, DJ Chell, I say we do it live from the 316 party. What you say? Wait a minute. We got the ball back. He want to say something. Hey, I'm down with that all day. Let's do it. Yo, what's up, man? Yeah. You on point? Yo. Talk to us, man. What's up? You this right? is Donaldson again. Go ahead. Yo, the cops, man, they walked up on me right when I was talking about the law and shit on the phone with you guys. So that's why I had to get off the phone. They were like, hang up. I was like, okay. Because <laughs> you have wow. to respect those guys, you know? They're under statute. They're not under common law. They're basically doing what they're basically told, and they're ha- they have a civil authority over them. So we were talking common law, and I don't think it was coincidental at all. It was the matching energy, you see? 
it was it was really interesting to, to see what happened right there when I got interrupted. This conversation, our conversation, got interrupted, you guys, by civil authorities. Just put it that way. You guys were on point and are on point. I was benefiting so much from just listening to your responses. Thank you, guys. Uh, thank you for calling in, man. Continue to listen to On Point, man. We, we, you know, we'll do. we do this for the people. So continue to listen, man. Our, 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 I will try to come back in. Is to educate. Thanks, thanks a lot. And if you need to contact me for any reason, I mean, I do contracts. I write contracts. I also um, edit, proofread, and I can do third-party service. I have 100 emails, registered emails per month that I can send out for you. Uh, I can do all kinds of different things. You'd be amazed what I can do with, with uh, this law skill. Well, how, 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 how do we reach you? How do the people reach you if the people want, uh, <laughs> want to utilize anyone, the services? If they want to utilize the services to, to engage uh, the legal system um, or, or, or have a third-party service, right, uh, contact me at second son second son of Donald second son of Donald at gmail dot com and uh you can uh, i'll I'll help you out with any way I can we can talk about uh you know your options or the options but i I doubt I'm gonna hear from anyone to be honest with you because people don't care to seek help most of the time uh but they know what's best for them. But I do have the third-party service, and I have the emails registered. By the way, just so you know, if you use my, my, my third-party service, everything goes out e-electronically. So it's okay. all through registered email, and I can be basically witnessing via email. You can be wherever you're at in Massachusetts or another part of the country, and I'll still do it for you. So it's not an issue. Are you calling from out of the Philadelphia area or abroad? No, I'm in. I'm actually calling from California, the state of California, and the nice. the federal territory of nine, the ninth district, federal district. Nice, nice. Well, again, brother, we thank you for calling in, man. Um, again, keep keep listening. We here Monday through Sunday. You know what I mean? Nine, nine, nine to ten. Or make that. Make sure. Make sure you don't have no fear, Doc. Had no fear. Remember, fear is a problem. When you have fear, that means you ain't got God. That let me tell you. you let me, yo, you're right. Go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt you, man. Hey, that means oh. that means just got transformed into a natural born punk. Don't be a punk. Your kids need you. Real talk. Mm-hmm. That's what's up. That is what's up. Uh, real real quick, they. I can't get away from that thought. They do actually need me, man. That's with me every day. Yeah, that thought haunts me. But I heard you guys talking when I came back on the call about performances and, and, and music. Well, I got pulled on stage one time with by Wu-Tang Clan. I was at okay. one of their concerts in uh, San Bernardino, and RZA was actually looking for a beatboxer. And so me and my friend, we worked our way to the front, and I and I eventually got pulled on stage, uh, only to just to beatbox right after Riza handed me the mic, and I had an opportunity also to. The crowd responded well, by the way, and someone from Wu Tang was asking if they could spit over my beatbox, so that I must be good, but 
what's interesting is that I had an opportunity to roll with the whole crew to the after party or backstage or wherever the hell they were going because I was on stage, right? Everybody that's on stage gets to go, you know, until sure. we get to the final parts. And obviously, everyone, they could kick me out anytime, but I decided nah because I had friends that were loyal to me, right? And my friends, I drove them to the party. Okay. And uh, if I was to take off at that point and go hang out and do some selfish thing, you know, then I would not be able to drive my friends home and they would be basically abandoned. So I chose not to hang out with Wu-Tang Clan, man. And I, and I, I don't regret it, but I do remember the opportunity. (laughs) Well, you, you shouldn't regret it because you just, by, you got to understand everything happens for a reason. And one thing I learned never to do is judge a book by the cover. And for some reason, I don't know why God made it happen, but you call On Point Radio. And we here on On Point, we dancing up On Point. So if you got skills, we got a comedy show coming up this day. Not this Saturday. Next Saturday. By all means, can't come show up. Well, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to say this, Donaldson. I'm going to say this. Um. I don't regret it either because one thing that you and I and everyone else on this line will always have, one thing, the law, your your enemy, your so-called loved ones, one thing no one can take from you is your memory. And as long as you got that memory, it'll always be a fire burning because it was always something you experienced that you hold, you know, at a, at a, at a high standard. You know what I mean? Just to say, I did that. Nobody can take that from you. Only thing can take that from you is dementia. <laughs> or, you know, when when you start to lose that memory, that's the only thing it can take from you. But as long as you have your, your sanity and, and your mental capacity, you'll always remember that. You can cherish that. I know I will. You know what I mean? But you made the right decision, man. Huh? Yeah. Not to abandon my friends. Thank you. But back to the kids, not to abandon the kids either. I mean, I need to get back to Fresno. See, this is my big plight, you guys. Before you guys hang up, maybe you could help me with this. See, I'm in I'm in San Francisco, but my kids live in Fresno. And I don't know what to do, man, to be honest with you. I want to get the heck out of San Francisco, but I already started a business here. You know, I got a window cleaning business. I'm, a, I'm an entrepreneur, man. And this is that's do. how much this of a go. Do. This okay. is exactly what you do. Go on Facebook right now. Pull up All Point Enterprises. And you spell it as this. Mr. All Point, can you spell it? D-N-T-E-R-P-R-I-Z-I-Z. Now, the next thing you do, email Mr. All Point right now. Can you spell that? Allpoint215 at gmail.com. After that, the case is done and it's closed. We have... So much stuff that we about to do, we about to evolve. You in San Francisco, we in Philly. You already seen what happened in Philly with the damn NFL draft. For some reason, God made you call tonight out of nowhere. I'm telling you right now, I ain't no joke. Mr. On Point no joke. Everybody on the staff of On Point ain't no joke. God said, now you got to know, wake up, it's going down. How that's your boy.
I'm going to say this as far as your children go, man. I don't know what the relationship with the uh, mother is like with between you and the mother, but one thing I would want to do if I were you, if it can be civically done, I would hold a conversation with her and say, listen, I would like to be in my children's life. I mean, not asking her permission, but letting her know that you have a grand entrance. I mean, interest. I mean, I would like to be in my children's life. I don't know if you have to pay support or any of that stuff. I don't know the situation. I just got on late because of my own, you know, situations that I had to deal with today, but I did catch some of your story. Um, But try and have a civic conversation with her. First thing you want to do is ask to speak to them on the phone. Tell them you love them every chance you can. See, because I had a situation with my oldest son where his mother kept him away from me. I lost him at four. Didn't see him again till 16. And when I seen him again, I had to go back and get him out of the school he was in because she wasn't. So he graduated under my watch, not hers. I didn't know my son that was going through situations and being in placements and stuff like that because she was keeping them away from me. I went through the court thing. She, she, and the reason is she got locked up for violating the court order. So when that occurred, um, she was pissed. Things went on, got out of hand. I made the conscious decision to let it go and deal with it at a later time. So when he came at 16, it was a perfect time because he was going through some things at the school he was in. So I got to play super dad and showing and telling more importantly, when he first came back, I never left you. I showed him the court papers of me fighting for him. I told him the story of everything that happened and how it went down because actually his family members started telling him as he got older, his mother never told him. So to this day, me and my son have a close bond and relationship. And he doesn't respect his mother much at all. But see, that's what the creator does. I don't know if you believe in the creator or higher power or, you know, God, if you will, whatever you may call him. I refer to him as the creator. That's how he works things. But you have to reach out to your children and let them know you love them. You'll be there for them if they need you call you, and when they call you, you're going to have to go from Fresno over, I mean, from San Francisco over to Fresno in a heartbeat. You're just going to have to do it because your children got to come first and they got to know that they come first with you. Otherwise, they're going to believe and hold on to everything they're told by their mother and whoever else in their life. So that's my advice to you, brother. All right. All right. I heard that. And that's hard. I take it to heart. And I be. I mean, what you just said about going straight out there when they need me. I mean, they need me now. I. That's why I'm just. I appreciate everything that you guys have uh, gone out there tonight. I mean, I want to try and stop this abuse. That's why I'm studying law. I figured right now is a within the next two years. If I don't make a move, you know, it's it's almost too late. You know, I I really have to do something. Even not 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 just that, but like. The issue is, look, you guys, 
I have to overcome these inner demons too, these things that have been plaguing me for my entire life. You understand? By doing this, I'm breaking the cycle. This is a very difficult thing for me to deal with, even though I'm 42 years old. You understand what I'm saying? That by being a product of the system and also being abused myself, I have God, if you will, put something on my plate. I have a lot on my plate right now that I need to be able to digest, you know, and right. uh, this is this is this is definitely a challenge. But I want to get the email address that you said earlier because the gentleman said it kind of fast, and I was writing it down. I wrote on on point one three one five. Is that no, three one two one two one five. Yeah, two one. Eight. That's Philly, right? Philly. Okay. Philly. Yeah. At Gmail. At gmail.com. And what was the? Wait, 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 wait. He got the on. He got. It, he got. It. He said on point two one five Philly. No, 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 no. He said you guys are in Philly. Oh, okay. On yeah. point. On point two one five. At gmail.com. Okay. And what's your Facebook? On point enterprises. Sorry, enterprises. On point is O N P O I N T, and of no spaces. Enterprises is E N T E R P R I Z I Z. And, and when you get time, just pull up all the shows. If you got time, go on talkshoe.com and just pull up on point underscore ready. Nice. And you can hear all of the shows. Have all your friends listen to all the shows because we have another associate better known as Wonder Dre. We had one better known as Lady Q, but she's presently chilling right now. But we have a lot of important shows and the educational, as well as fun as hell, because I'm a live situation itself. And Mr. I believe he said that. He always say things, and you'd be like, hey, I don't believe he just said that. But <laughs> Mr. On Point, he's always on point. And I'm just a problem. I'm in the daggone way. You already know. Well, yo, the kids deserve you, I'm sure. So, and we they deserve me too. They deserve all of our attention. I mean, as a matter of fact, one of the biggest things we could probably do is get involved in entertainment and also education at the same time. Because why? Kids look up to entertainers. The ma- mainstream media is propping up entertainment business as if it's the shiznit, right? So you basically think about it. They, if I become successful in music, that's something. You see what I'm saying? In their eyes. So that's a, that's a credibility. Even though it's a de facto kind of credibility, it's not, it's in fact, yet it's not anything really. They're just seeing it. They're like, oh, my dad's this. My dad's doing that. Okay, at least he has that going for him, you know. Then we educate. So I really love um, what you guys are, you know, talking about. Uh, I, I definitely, I have, uh, that's the only reason why I'm back in music really is to, um get, you know, prestige. I want, I want honor. I want my kids to honor me, but more than more importantly, I want them to know that daddy is not no, no loser. Like, like the mom is trying to make me out to be, I mean, that's straight up child abuse right there to tell your kids that the, that the dad is a loser and they never met him. You know, if that's not abuse, I don't know what is. You try to live my life right now because I'm literally going through that right this second. Cause you know, I, I was out there and you know, doing whatever I did with all these daggone crazy behind major artists, and not all of them was crazy. But then I got into church hardcore, singing on the choir, and I left the hip-hop game alone, and everybody got mad at me, ready to kill me. 
Now, I still got major choices to do. So I said, why not make major money doing the things that I do best, which is create astronomical music, which is create mad, I don't even know. <laughs> I just have a problem. But when my kids find out who the hell their dad is, they're going to be like, you know what? I'm sorry. I had no clue. And that's going to be the best thing in life. Well, because well, it's hard to tell this. them something if they can't see. Well, let me, let me, let me say this to you right I'll now. Just, it's a last resort. But go ahead. Don't believe that. Because if you were not, if you were absent in a child's life, they're not going to care how successful you are. You know what I mean? They won't. They're not going to care about that. In fact, all they're going to do is use you and exploit you for their success. They're just going to want everything they can get out of you. And the love is not going to be genuine. See, that's where we we make these mistakes at. We don't, we don't, we can't, <clears throat> you can't buy love. <clears throat> See, oh, no, I ain't buying love. No, 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 listen to, listen to what I'm listen to what I'm listen to what I'm saying. Listen to what I'm saying. They're not gonna care about that, though. Because you're gonna be a joke to them. If you go out there and be as successful as you want, they can say, Yeah, that's my dad. But you know like I know, you don't you can't buy love. A child just wants attention. And love. They want your presence there. That's what they I, really want. Brother, you know what I mean? I don't know your name, but I think I think it, it's it's out of context because we're not we're not saying that. My that, name Chill. My name DJ Chill. Chill. Yeah. Exactly. DJ Chill. I'm I go by uh, Donaldson Flow Time, but okay. um, I don't think I think like the, we're not saying that the kids are going to respect us because we made it successfully in music. But I, I think what I'm saying and what Chill is, DJ Chill is saying is is that in the last resort situation, like if, if we're, we have no knowledge of the law and we have no control and we were going to be distanced for eternity from our kids, at least they will be left wondering how the heck their loser father was able to become successful in music and be so famous or be so, you know, be so good at music. Even if he wasn't famous, he was still good at something, you know. And and the idea is is when you when it comes to child abuse, total deprivation of of the family member, that is abuse. And so the last resort of someone in a desperate situation like that, like myself and DJ Till, I guess, would be that yeah, like let's try to do something that puts us in a positive light in the minds of those kids, even though we know eventually we're going to have to make up for it in other areas. And see, my mindset is to buy back my parents' house that I lost to a damn share sale that I shouldn't have damn left, lost, or whatever. And the other thing is to buy the multiple cribs so they ain't got to never worry about nothing. Mm-hmm. Just like how my parents made sure I ain't had to worry about nothing until I messed up money because I was stupid and I trusted the world. I want to make sure my kids, if they got to trust the world and if they lose some money, they ain't got to worry about nothing. I should be saying that again. They ain't got to worry. Nah, let me stop dripping. <laughs> but I'm just saying, they really ain't got to worry about nothing. And the only way they have that money 
is to make that money that Donald Trump got. So if they lose that money or if they got friends that come to them, they're trying to use them and abuse them because their dad is a daggone king, they ain't got to worry about nothing. Yo, is this TC? No, I ain't no damn TC. I'm that boy better known as Chicka. Who the hell's TC? Chicka? Okay. This is not censored. Okay, he sounds like T.C. Islam. T.C. Islam, you heard him? You know him? Nah, see, I don't be like, see, my problem is I don't be listening to a lot of music because I I create a lot of songs myself. Like, if you pull me up on YouTube on number two, Two Will of God, you'll be able to see me. I made New Eagle Shan do all this other stuff, but it ain't about me. Right now it's about the kids. But, you know, I'm just trying to make sure that my kids get eat forever. And then if they got to feed somebody, they got a business that I created that they're going to be in charge of, and then I ain't got to worry about it. But if they make sure that business mess up and it falls short and it goes get closed down, then all I mean, it closed right. down, but at least they got some extra money here's, in the back cut. A, they ain't got to worry about it. Here's what I think the two of you are missing from my point. That's good. That's fine. That's dandy. I understand what both of you are saying. But I'm going to tell you something about children. Children will tell you in a heartbeat, I don't want nothing from you. <laughs> I don't want your money. They just want me. They'll tell you, I don't care who you are to the world. Where were you when I needed you? Why well, that's, you you, that's what you got to talk See, to. See, this is what, no, you gotta this, this, see, what I'm but You got to talk to the other hand. You got to talk to the other hand. This is what I'm trying to say. You have to, it ain't no other hand. That is what initially needs to occur. That conversation has to occur before you start with the the finance. Dude, the other hand is logical. I can agree with you on that. The other hand is is, is sometimes a problem. That's the other hand. There there, there is no other hand, brother. I'm going to tell you, you know what hand it is? Is the upper hand, and you're not going to get that upper hand unless you have that conversation first. Otherwise, that child is going to tell you, I don't want what you have. I don't want nothing from you. Yeah, when I needed or wanted a father, you weren't there. That's what's yeah, going he, to happen. He, he, he's right, DJ Chill, because they will ask, are you my daddy? Are you my mom? You know, are, and we're, you know, well, I ain't got that problem. My kids know who I am. Did you I just want got a problem you... with. I just got a problem with. Um, how you DJ say Chill. It? DJ Chill. What? I what? need you to let him finish his statement and not cut him off. Go ahead, please. Uh, that basically just just the kids are going to be like wondering, you know, regardless because they don't. I guess it took a long time for me and you to get the way we are, so. You have to think about the fragility of these young lives. They don't really even have a clue about the life right now. They have no clue. And it's up to us, basically. So I feel like I, that is something that haunts me, this this question of why were you not there for me? What happened? You know? And so I appreciate the, the just ha- bringing it up and having it in my conscious awareness. No problem. Amen. That's what we do it on point, man. That's exactly what we're doing on point. But Donaldson, you have our email, you have our Facebook. I do. Um I have your information. Uh 
DJ Chelman, I can't believe he said that. All the callers on the line, we appreciate y'all calling in. All the people online, we appreciate you tuning in on the chat. Um, this is the uh, ending of the On Point show. Uh, this was a hell of a topic. We might have to go back and revisit this in the near future because um, a lot of parents deal with this issue and it's not being discussed. So that being said, man, we Wait. appreciate everybody for supporting. And have a good evening. Enjoy your hey, Don, hey, Don, do me a favor, right? What's up? When I say you on point, right, you say, yeah, I'm on point. Can you do that? Okay. Okay. You on point? Yeah, I'm on point. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 